2: Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with Blue and Joe Grande.
3: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is Big Bad Freddy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thanks for having me back. Good, man. Tell us what we have on the show today.
4: Well, thank you for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Check out our website, cannabistalk101.com, as we are the number one source for everything cannabis. And you do know that. Yes, sir. We have many great articles and blogs on the website. Call us anytime, 1 800 420 1980. And go check out the Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at 1 Christopher Wright. And Big Joe Grande is at Joe Grande 52.
3: Man, Freddie just took the controls like a beast right there. Yes, sir. I feel like you've been doing this. Best. I feel like you've been doing this for a long time, man. When well, you
4: watch Joe Grande long enough, after a while, he starts to rub that magic on you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to
3: Joe Grande man, hiding today. Oh, he's he's still he's still on the Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> yeah, he's, huh? on, he's still there. The, the clock hasn't changed. For I, Joe. I love it when you take a vacation and then you need to take a vacation. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I feel like that's a certain age. You get to a certain age, you're like, man, that's I gotta I go. Don't. I just got off vacation. You're like i need two more days (laughs) i I saw you crawling in this morning bro so so, so you can't keep blaming joe oh man i'm so tired man but you know what we had a fantastic fourth of july it's been amazing freddie what else you got for us over there oh we got
4: we got some incredible guests today that's why i made a special appearance because i i didn't want to miss this one we have the icon the legend Mr. Spraga Benz, the Ooh. iconic dance hall DJ, <laughs> yeah. actor and musician.
3: Yeah, Spraga Benz. No
5: crazy. Crazy.
4: Thank you, man. Spraga is best known for his historic music collaborations with the likes of dance hall legends like Buju Banton, Kevin Little, Bobby mm-hmm. Digital, Beanie Man, Lady Saw, and has had multiple appearances with major hip-hop artists like Nas, Foxy Brown, KRS-One.
6: Man,
4: The man is an, an incredible icon. He's also... Uh, nominated for three International Caribbean Urban Music Awards in 2008 and has topped Billboard reggae albums with "Chillagon." Sparkle Benz is also widely known for scoring the lead role in the 2002 cult classic film Shout alongside Jamaican legends Cabani Marley and Louis Rankin. And he has also appeared in other feature films like *Brooklyn Babylon and a big, big, big movie. He's a lead actor on we're going to get to shortly. It's called Second Chance. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. the legend, the icon, Mr. Sprugger Ben. Man, let's
5: Ooh. give it up, Ooh. man. Gift guns, give yeah. Yeah, man. Give thanks. My respect, huh? Man, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. You like that little intro right there? Yeah, you know, it sounded like a, a, a lot. Yeah, I know, it's a lot. Give thanks, I give yeah. thanks. I didn't even realize I was doing so much. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's,
3: it's nice to hear though, right? Yeah, it's you...
5: like another
3: day, Yeah, who else we got with us, man?
4: We got the man, the myth, the legend, No Heart, oh, Mike Milley. He's a Los Angeles-based artist and owner of a record label, No Heart. He's best known for his works (coughs) with West Coast hip-hop legends DJ Quick and Sugar Free. He has a bachelor's degree in business from L.A. Film School. He's currently pursuing an MBA from Syracuse in foreign relations and international marketing. His label No Heart, which was established in 2017, sparked his roster, which spearheaded him and his wife's duo TNBC. They are incredible. This is the new Bonnie and Clyde in Incredible is all I gotta say you guys are gonna find out this power couple stresses the importance of family and Persons individual responsibility for their own destiny because he believes that hip-hop is in its slight wrong direction And he feels that he has the power and the influence to help guide it back on track ladies and gentlemen the boss Mike Millie.
3: Mike Millie. I appreciate that. I'm gonna to have to start getting you to announce me everywhere I go. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got that down pat. You're like, what? ladies and gentlemen, Hold Mike Millie. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so uh, you know, listen. First of all, it's a pleasure to have you guys on the show, Thank and uh, it, it's it's nice. It's it's great because you know, I I. Listen to, you know, uh, Spaga, is it Spaga bands, Spaga bands, Spaga bands uh, you know, through Freddie because he put me up on game on you, right. you yeah. know, and I was like, OK, because, you know, he, he really is is a, a friend of yours and a fan. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he truly loves your music. And, yes. and then I started listening to stuff and then I, I, I ran across that Nas record and that Nas record, dude, was just I mean, man, what you guys did in the studio together, it was it was just next level. You know, yeah. and I was damn near trying to book Nas for the Burning Trees Festival to have you two do that record. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, we got to do this. You know, I, and we were literally going, I, I mean, literally going after Nas just to, to make that match. because I was like, this record's got to be played out there, you know. So pull it out your hat, make it happen, Freddie. That's, it. That's your job now. <laughs> you
4: know, I, I reached out to Sprague. I said, bro, we got to get this to do.
5: Yo, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So
3: t- tell us what you're working on right now, man.
5: Well, right now I'm working on a couple of different things, you know, because as a, a, a musician and somebody who's interested in acting to you know, playing different roles. I have an album that I'm working on called Once Upon a, Cha- Once Upon a Time, which is kind of bringing back that nostalgic feeling of dancehall reggae yeah. that the youths are kind of missing out on and working with some of my icons like... Beris Hammond and Marcia Griffiths and wow. Shinehead and wow. Morgan Heritage yeah. and you know some of the, the people who I really look up to in the business and then on the other side I'm trying to push this this new movie that we're working on called Second Chance that we recorded like last year and we're putting it out now different premieres in in different cities because it's our independent project so we're doing different cities now we're going to Jamaica on the 21st and it's it's going to be a good vibe so those are my two Focus is right now. Yeah, other it, than working with Red Square, with which is my label and different artists, but that's what the main focus is now. Yes.
3: What? What? Let's go back for a minute, though. Like, you know, where do you come from? Where's home? Where originally are you from?
5: I'm from Kingston, Jamaica.
3: Kingston, Jamaica, right? Yeah. So, and then, how did you end up in the United States? Was it your music that took you here, or yes,
5: true music.
3: Really? Yes. That's a beautiful story. And and yeah. how do you get your name?
5: My name came from. It's a it's a, a funny story in a way because. When you have kids in Jamaica, everybody get a name according to how you look. If you're yeah. black, you name blacker. <laughs> if you're white, you name whitey. You know, some, if you're fat, you name fatter. Yeah. So I was kind of skinny and like a spaghetti, so they call me Spaghetti. Yeah, yeah Spaghetti. So, yeah, so um, it changed to Spigs and Sprags and till it reached Spraga.
3: Spraga. Yeah,
5: you know, yeah. Then the Benz is from a song that was affiliated back in the day called La Benz. Okay. Mm. Rest in peace, Ricky Villa. And okay. And I, because of the association, in the early days when sound, when a DJ was affiliated with a song, he kinda got the name of the sound, so like you had Peter Metro from Metro Media, mm. yeah. and you know, Good. stuff like that, so Spraga Benz from La and mm. you know, both things just came together.
3: And, and and where do you get your music history from? Like, I mean, is this something that it just came natural, or do you have a line of family that's involved in music?
5: No, I'm actually the first one on my family line that is really? getting into music, and it, it just came naturally to me because from I can remember as a kid I used to be, you know, I didn't have a problem writing a song. Like when I, when I sing it for somebody, and I said, where you get this from? Who for sang this? You know, mm-hmm. because it would be like of a different genre than what we listen to. Sure. It would be an R&B type song. And I said, who for sang this? And I said, no, me write it down. You know. So, you know, talent like that was always present with me. Yeah, it was but just I didn't really actually get into it until like, Bujubant and we're doing a, a, a dub play session with him. And he was like asking him for more than, than he really wanted to give. Yeah. So he was saying, I'm going to do a part and you will do the rest. All right. So just from the joke and I started rapping on the mic a little bit. And they saying, yo, you know, what you're doing so good, know, I think you should continue doing this. And, then and from there, you know, it the, the rest was history. Today. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, what was
3: that first record for you, right, that you were like, oh, man, this, this is going to be the one or that, that started to get that recognition, right, that mm-hmm. made you feel like... Like you knew this was your lane, because you know I feel like there's always that first record that you, yeah. like you know you may record, you know a hundred songs, but there's that yeah. one that stands out. That's like, man, you know, I can do this, and and yeah. this is what made you. So w- which one was that for you?
5: The first record was a record called Jack It Up.
3: That's the that's the one yeah. that hit. How Was actually
5: my first record.
3: Yeah. Oh, really? really <laughs> was it really your first record? Yeah. And that's what So
5: that became like a an anthem throughout the dance halls and it it became the the, the title track of the album that VP, you know, uh, compiled and and put out with me as a a youngster coming up in the business. And you know, it it has been a song that I don't perform much, but it was the first song that actually pushed me to the the masses, yes.
3: Nice. And
4: I I was I was uh, uh, promoting reggae shows back in the nineties coming out of high school. I managed a reggae band. Mm -hmm. And um when that song came out it was it was a huge deal because this was foundational of of new style of sound because we we moved from r&b into hip hop you know at this point in the 90s and then you had you know the roots and rock reggae stuff and then all of a sudden you heard this more gully gutty sound and so he's part of the early early groups like Buju... And and and, and Super Cat yeah. and Shabaranks and Ninja yeah. this early sound and so yeah. it was it was a big, big, big banger coming out.
3: And how did how did you two meet? Yes, ever you know, yes.
4: well
5: oh oh like on a flight. Like oh going, really? Yeah, on a to, flight? Yeah, going to do a show somewhere I think you were you were going yeah, so to do something we, in Jamaica. We, yeah, we were doing
4: write. a huge yeah. um, benefit show in Jamaica called Jamaica three sixty where we were yeah. unifying um, a a school along with teaching them traits and hospitality and things of that nature. And so we're doing a big concert out there. We had Sean Paul and Bushman and a bunch of incredible artists. And on my way to the flight, I look forward and I'm like, man, I think that's Sprague Benz. Yeah. <laughs> and so I snuck my way up there and I said, how you doing? I introduced myself. It was a long trip and I told him what we we're doing. And he said, I'm in nice. And and he ended up coming in and st- swear, stealing the entire show. Every every employee, security guard, everything was lifted in this tent. And I just realized the power of the man, his voice, his spirit, his... And we've remained friends uh, almost... 20 years.
3: I'm sorry to hear that, Sparger. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's horrible. He has been, he's done the deal for 20 years. I'm, I oh, think yeah. I've only had him for 12 or 15, damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on that. Uh, no, I'm playing, I, I love Freddie. And, and you know, uh, if you need a, a, a good attorney, Freddie's always yeah. the guy. You know? He, yeah, he has been for me uh, already,
5: you know? he has been there for me in, yeah. in, in that department before you know, once when the, the county was trying to seize my son. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah, he I, came and helped yeah, save yeah, the Freddie day, huh?
3: Yeah. yeah, you know, it, I'll tell you, Freddie. He 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 seems to always let mine go to warrant. I think he <laughs> wants me to go to jail. <laughs> I can't. I <laughs> can't, can't get enough it. money. I oh, can't do it, He can show yeah, it. Is, you know he he can't can't show show does. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we're good, we're good. He's like, oh yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. And I'm like, driving and all of a sudden I'm like, bam! And I was like, you go. And he's like, fuck, I forgot. That's not true. Not a true. And the next thing you know, we're. I'm like, so I got a warrant, don't I? He's like, well, it's not really a warrant. You really won't go to jail. And I'm like, no, they're going to take me to jail. You know what I mean? Like, they pull me over. They take me to jail. That's how it works, you know? So
4: how, how you retain an attorney is you don't call him on the day of court and say, hey, man, I got a ticket, but I got a flight. Can you come to court?
3: So you I do said, when he's your homeboy?
4: I, I can't go to court, but I'll try to sort it out. So I called one of his employees, which we're not going to name on this thing. And
3: they said, yeah, I took care of it. I said, okay. Yeah,
4: no worries. I
5: called the wrong employee.
3: Yeah, let them fry. Yeah, Yeah. no problem.
5: Especially when the attorney is one that tests weed occasionally, (laughs) you know. Yeah, you have to call a day before.
3: Well, check this out. It's Cannabis Talk 101 when we come back. More with Sprague Bands and Mike Milley. It's going down real big. Keep it locked.
2: We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101.
4: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. I'd like to give a, give a special thanks. And just to let you know, for trusted seeds at fair prices, head over to RocketSeeds.com or on
3: Instagram at Rocket underscore seeds. Man, Freddie, you're like a seasoned veteran right now. You know, I mean, you know, we're going to have to um, just sign you up. I'm, I'm thinking we need a full-time attorney on the show. You know what I mean? We really do. Look, everybody, hey. See, they clap for you. They clap for you, man. That's it. Make it clap. Make it clap. <laughs> Can you make it clap for us, Freddie? <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, and probably I, I still, you know, there, there's so much probably more to, to talk about in, in your career. Um, what was the best record? Yeah, I mean, like, like the best artist that you feel like you really worked with and related with, or let me, let me, the top three, the top three artists that you feel that, um, that you really just vibe with doesn't have to be the best record, the most sold, but just that one that you were like, yo, this guy is somebody special because, you know, cause I know I, I I'm a, a former recording artist and and I, I, sometimes you get in studios with people, and it's like, oh, that was cool. But, and the song might be great, but it
5: was just like you guys didn't have that,
3: that spiritual connection. Well,
5: and, it, artists are, are, are anybody. What do you mean? Like uh, which, working with an artist and a collaboration or yeah, work co- with a person in the studio?
3: Yeah, like a, uh, like a collaboration for a recording a song.
5: Um, Collaboration-wise, I think one of my favorite persons to work with who I've worked with was Marcia Griffiths. Uh-huh. As I said, you know, yeah, because it's somebody that I really look up to, like, you know, look up to. And yeah. to be able to work with her is, is a blessing to me. Yeah. So being in the studio watching her do what she do you know, it was like nice. a place for me. Yeah. It was a good place. Yeah. yeah. It made you feel good. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, working with other producers where you have magic with, like, when you're with them, it's like working with people like Salam Remy or, or like BF Kelly, or Rookie Production. I know I have um, two new people I work with, LMR Productions which is a youngster coming up who related to my, my son that passed away, Carlisle, which is another story. And also, there's really A-Team, which we're doing a new thing with Red Square A-Team called The Red Team, which is going to be putting out the new album, which is the, um, Once Upon a Time. The one that's oh, coming out. The now. one that I'm talking about, yes. Yeah, what's, do you have the single already? The single, we did a single pre-release in way with Bounty Killer. Called remember to pray, but we're getting ready to, to, to push it now because a little things happened along the way really lost his father, his father just passed away, rest in peace daddy and you know, really met in a car accident, so a couple things kind of stalled us a little bit on it, sure. but he's back now and ready and remember to pray featuring Bounty Killer, that's the single that we're pushing, Nice. which is also featured in, in Second Chance as well. You yeah. know we have to make everything tight together. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for
3: sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, and does 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 you know cannabis play a, a big part of of you of your life, or do you smoke a lot, or do you,
5: are you involved? Like, well, two times since I've been in the studio sitting <laughs> you know, there. I wouldn't say it's what is, I wouldn't say it's the fuel, but it it is definitely you know something that I, I do to to keep myself calm and. Yeah. Just to relax, yeah. yeah. Level, yeah. Yeah.
4: At at what age did you begin consuming
3: cannabis? Well, that's part of the that that's that's going to be on the the high five. So hold that one. We're going to hit you with that a little bit. Don't let him start answering that. (laughs) That's the that was a rookie move right there. (laughs) How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis? No, not yet. (laughs) We'll get to that one. Um, But but um, and 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 do you feel like? uh, uh, is there is there better cannabis here in the U.S. than there is in, in Jamaica or, you know, in Africa or, you know, or is it better here or there or is it just a different, you know, because you've been all over the world, I'm sure.
5: Yeah. And just um, my opinion still. Yeah. Well, I think that the, 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 the weed that I smoke in Jamaica has been the best that I've ever smoked anywhere in the world. And I think that the, the, a lot of things that's happening with with weed is kind of political, which I don't think this is a forum for me to get into it. You have to let me know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you can go ahead. If you want to. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. To me, there there, there are things that you have to, as a rasterman, be careful about with these new strains of of weed. Because what we are used to and what, what we know it's supposed to be is the healing of the nation that we call herbs. And that is something that is naturally grown, given unto us. When, when it is something that you, you, you take and you, you, you manipulate how it goes and certain qualities and, and properties, you, you lose it. So certain connection that you're supposed to have as a Rasta man or as a user with, with nature kind of get diminished in a way. Yeah. So being that we as, as Rasta people know that most of the time when Babylon, the system as we call it, when they take something from you is a reason and then when they give it back to you is a bigger reason. Yeah. You know, we have to look at it in, in terms of Life, because you can look at it from, from history with Bible then, when they would have took the Bible out of society and then changed, and you get what the king, uh, whoever version back where some difference had uh, changed, you know. They take the weed from, you know, and it was illegal for the longest while, and a lot of people go into prison, and just a even association with, with paraphernalia, yeah. you know. Till now, big companies can, can capitalize, and, and there are still places in this same country where people are being penalized. So that is still a, a, a form of taking it away from the people, manipulating it and and there are so many things and stories that go around now telling you what these new strange can do to you and what it does to people in, in, in studies and how it changes your 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 behaviour and certain things more than what the natural one is. I think I rather to just go and bring a little Mexican weed and pick out the seed <laughs> them and Yeah and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that really kinda of, how oh, I look on it in a way, in a nutshell but yeah. You, you know, know, more strength to hold with them, though. more more, more life and, you know, prosperity the same way. You know, I,
3: I get the chills, dude, when you yeah, say that. I, cool. I really do. You know why? Because I thoroughly believe you. Like, I know, and I know that to be true without you having to tell me. And the way you said it was so eloquently explained. Because, you know, for me... You know, we all grew up with just, like you said, the Mexies, right? We just had yeah. this weed. We'd break it up. And it was natural. It was sun-grown. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they compressed it and made it all hard yeah. to get it to different places. Yeah. But, I mean, it still got you high. You really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like, whoa, what the fuck was that? You know? Or, yeah. or and, and it was like, or I didn't get paranoid and shit. I just no. enjoyed smoking it. And and it was just a... a, a I think more in touch with the earth, like you said, like, yeah. and I think the, the the healing powers were still all there. Yes. Like there was no, you know, and I think now they're trying to manufacture it so hard. Nice.
5: Entertainment and, and and leisure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all pr- propaganda yeah. too. It's like you said, like when you said they take it from us, and then all of a sudden they they reintroduce it back, and now it's like legal and all this other shit. It's yeah. like, what are they yeah. doing that for?
5: Can not capitalize, no, you knowing yeah. it can not be taxed, they can do all of that, you know, society stuff to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And,
4: and you're right. When I was down in Jamaica, yeah, I remember uh, that you get on a bus and they start to take you to different places. The, the first thing that comes on the bus yeah. is the weed man. Yeah, yeah, and and you you know you bought weed, but what was different about in Jamaica is. I ended up smoking weed the whole time, and I never not walked around without a joint. Right. And it was very common. it was very relaxing, and, and I swear it was medicinal. You're, you're accurate. This, this other yeah. stuff I smoke and I got to prepare for it, am I going to trip out, am I going to get all whacked out, yeah. am I going right. to be uncomfortable? Yeah. With that, I felt more comfortable
3: mm-hmm.
4: with it. And literally, I just you just never not had a, a, a joint.
3: Oh. Yeah. No. And I I, like so my dad, you know, this is some history of me is my dad, you know, used to to grow weed in our backyard. And then he always had pounds and pounds of of Mexican weed. Right. Just from Mexico, straight from Mexico. And it was just in our home, like, you know, bricks of the shit, like all the time. It was not even a big deal. I can go take a pound out of there and he wouldn't even notice it. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. And it was all packed and come, you know, whatever. And. And I remember, like I said, you know, I used to try and fluff it up like I'd put like water on it and put it in <laughs> yeah, the steamer, steam it up, you know, because I was trying to make it look better, you know. But but and I remember the, the, the when the chronic hit, you know, and there was some like, you know, that was that fire that was out. And I remember hitting it and I was like, um, like, you know, it smells good. It looks good. And it's way too expensive. And then I, you know, obviously I went into the money grab, and I started like trying to sell myself and getting involved in that. And it was like, you know, I could get a pound for you know thirty two hundred dollars when I was young and sell it for forty two and make nine hundred to a thousand, two thousand, almost twelve hundred dollars a pound, you know. And I'm like, dude, I'm moving a hundred of these a week, you know. And all of a sudden, I'm in this mindset of 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 just money grab, you know. But there was a point where, you know, I kind of I got rooted. And I understood that 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 you know this plant actually was helping people, and then I got humbled, right? And then my dad was dying of cancer, yeah. and then I'm I'm seeing this this guys from with AIDS coming into my dispensary and people coming in with you know cancer and and you know uh, seizures and and kids you know parents asking about their kids for for multiple different things, yeah. and then my whole mindset went back to why I was really here, you know, and it yeah. took me a long time to to disconnect myself from the money, because, you know, it, it was like, that was my livelihood. You know, that's all I knew. And yeah. it's like, you come from just selling weed and, and having all this uh, this extra stuff, and because you're in, involved in that, and then you, you you start to slowly give that up, and not only was I letting down myself financially, but I was letting down, a, you know, a bunch of families, because people were like, bro, like, you, Depend this, on the connect. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they, they need, and, and so I did. I passed it back on to, to one of my dear friends, you know, And, and he, he's done very, very well. And, and I, you know, I want to say, you know, I don't want to coach him. He's, he's a beast. He does his own thing, but I just passed it to him. Like, look, man, here's, here's what I'm doing. These are the people I deal with. As long as you're dealing with these people, you're good. Like they're they're always been good. They're always been part of our family. They're not, they're never gonna do you wrong. And then he, you know, went into doing his thing. And, you know, I haven't had to pay for weed, you know, in so long. I, you know, I mean, everybody brings this shit here, you know. Everybody he I could call him, he'll be like, What do you need? I'm like, I need a pound, okay. And for what? Because I want to smoke, you know what I mean? It's like, what do you mean? You wanna smoke a pound? I was like, no, but I'm gonna I got a big show here, I'm gonna do this, I wanna, you know, smoke, I wanna have an ounce on me. And I and I don't even rock like that, but I can get that. You you know, yeah. and I feel like then, then I started to put the messaging out and that's, you know, kind of how our, our show was developed, because when my dad was dying, you know, he, he was, you know, dying of cancer. And he's like, look, we have we've came too far like to, to 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 we have a family of people in cannabis and we've came too far to continue doing it illegal. And yeah. he was telling me this on his deathbed. And then I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just do it right. Do it the right way. You know, like, don't. Continue you know being on the streets Like take it and do it the right way And then shortly after he died and I'm just like How do you know how do you deal with that How do you you know how do you you know You do it the right way when the only Way you know is is the wrong way You know what I mean and so I started watching the world Change and I started getting more involved in how To how to make licensing and 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 how to get into um, you know I already knew how to grow I've already had grows But I didn't really like being in the grow room Because I liked it for like showing it Off but I didn't like to, like, really be in there. You know what I mean? Like, when you're really in a grow room and you're working, it's a man, fucking it's work. Job. Yeah, a farmer, a you know? Job. So I've had that same relationship with the plant and all. And and I could super uh, understand you when, you know, you say, hey, we got to be careful when they give it back. And like I said, it was very eloquently said, man. That was, that was great, dude. Yeah, so, it's yeah. Mike, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Tell us about yourself, man. Who are you? What do you uh, do? No. <laughs> I do a
6: little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, I'm just playing. Um, so I have my own label. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, growing up, I've had, um, you know, some great experiences. I used to be uh, Scott Storch's assistant. Pull like, that up and
3: just get like this one. I with used it. to be Scott Storch's assistant
6: for like three years. Yeah. Um, you know, traveled the world with him. Scott Storch, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a beast. Uh, I mean, he's a beast. Uh, I'm, I've been in the studio with a, a lot of major producers, but what I will say about Scott is there's nobody that could do what he do. you know? Yeah. Like, um, on that piano, he's a beast you know his his creative process um i haven't seen nobody else get down like that so it was a, a real uh humbling experience to watch him create and to to learn um, from that experience um but i came up under my cousin sugar free um yep. and you know his his wordplay is just something that's like Crazy, You know what I'm saying? His timing, um, you know, the the artist that he is, it's like, you know, to come up under that and, and come out, you got to be, you know, some serious. Sure. And so we've been working on it. Um, you know, I tour with him currently. Uh, my newest um, situation is um, me and my uh, fiance, um, No Heart. Um, we're a group, uh, like Freddie said, TMBC. Um And we just sat back and, and looked and said, what's not in the industry? <clears throat> Oh, that's, I think that's me. Is, am I, boom, am I boom? Oh. We just look back and see what's not in the industry. And there's no guy, girl um, group. So we want to put that there. But not just put that there just because it's not there, but put that there with a real message, you know? And um, the message that we have is like, you know, we come from the illegal. We come from, from we, have, we have a girl, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. come, we, we come from the illegal aspect and by any means. And so... Um, we just want to you know give the industry something like you can come from negativity and 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 have a, a way out and and turn it into some positive and and you know, really start from an aspect of, of foundation and build a foundation. Like it's okay to turn up with your girl. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. okay to it's okay to build with your girl. It's okay to be a family and not in a toxic environment. And so, um, we're about to release a, um, our first album, debut album. It's called Loyalty Over Love. Um, and some people say it's Love Over Loyalty, but for us, it's Loyalty Over Love because you can still love somebody and kill them. You can still love somebody and rob them, steal from them, talk bad behind their back. But when you have loyalty as a family. Foundation, those things kind of fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? So, um, a lot of a lot of good things to come. And I mean, my girl, she's phenomenal. She she sings, she's rap, she plays the piano, the guitar.
3: She's right. She's bad. You know, I was <clears throat> the first time we met. You know, you were you were here, and okay. I, I was listening to you. You know, and you know you have to be conscious, right, when you're dealing with people, because because sometimes you know you you have people that can change your whole environment. You know, in That's one true. one quick second, like. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I always call it the wild card. You know, there's always a wild card that could walk into your room or into a room. And no matter how much power or how much we know, like you can't stop the wild card. Right? right? The wild card could just happen and you gotta be like, Oh shit, okay, you either unravel it or you attack it, however you're gonna handle it, you know, and I, I remember you walking in the room and and explaining just kind of what you said now and i thought man you know i just wish there was so many you know uh, black men uh, hispanics asians you know just all the different races we took more time to to do exactly what you're saying
6: yeah, and that, I mean, and that's the and that's the thing that uh, you know I work every day to instill is like, you know, we are are preyed upon, you know, as a, as a as a culture, um, you know, people are turn, monetize this, and I think that's what's what's happening is it's just turned into a monetary a money grab, as you guys uh, said. So, you know, I feel like it's up to me to instill in the younger generation and into others like you know just because your environment doesn't mean that we can't be positive like we don't got to run down on our ops sometimes our ops will be the best people to be in business with because there's like-minded because they're all we're all trying to get to the same thing whatever that may be and so you know growing up I didn't have my pops you know what I'm saying I had sugar-free and we know that he's he's pimping you know what I'm saying so i got the ism from him, but then I got the ism. The, <laughs> I got the ism. That I got isn't. the ism from him, it's Yeah, you know, it's, it's in me. It's not. That's why he dressed so sharp today. But you know, and then and then I got you know the game from my mom. You know what I'm saying? And and watching her, uh, I just call it like finingo and finango But be honorable. You know, like and now we don't have like there's no morals and there's no standards. And so it's, I think you know it's up to you know us as a culture to kind of nudge ourselves in that direction without just being too off-putting where people just turn away Um, because you can be in this lifestyle, and still be a good father. You can be a, a, a you know a good businessman. You can. These are things you have to go seek out. And and if you hang around nine, you will be the tenth. You know, hundred percent. And so what I've had to do is like go to sometimes where zero and find in myself what I was looking for in other people. And then once I did that, I was able to expand and grow. You know, into the man I am today.
3: You know, it, I was I had this conversation with someone last night. We were we were here hanging out, and and uh, he he was like. You know, like you know, oh, you know, this is bossy. You're the boss. And I'm like, you know, the sad part is, is we've been trained, right, to believe a boss is having a nice Man. car, a dope watch, Man. nice clothes. Um, a boss is someone who has jewelry. A boss, we that's the that's what we've been trained, and and and. And I say we because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Los Angeles native, you know, and I grew up in Los Angeles on a period highway, a very rough town. And yeah, and nice. I, when when I believe it was most active in the entire world, I don't think we've ever had a more active error. Right. Um, and, and so I'm happy to be involved in all that shit. And and I and, and just by by circumstance, like I didn't even know there was something different. Right. I just thought it was normal. Right. Like until I, I, I you know, woke up and 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 but I, I could still Look at a lot of people And and be like Yo I want to be a boss And I try to explain to people A boss is, has nothing to do with your watch No one gives Not a fuck about your car No one gives a fuck about your house What what a boss is Is someone who hires people Yes That, that really employs people yeah. You know what I mean And mm-hmm. And it's like When you really employ people You know, that's a boss It is And so we train people to be bosses It's like And and then you have to be able to do eloquently enough To keep them around you And and to keep them paid Which is, yeah Which is a a, a job in itself It is And it's like You know, I've had arguments with employees over the years You know Mm -hmm. And some of them It was usually the guys that were making the most money That wanted to bitch You know what I mean And I'd be like Look, like Do you realize you made more money than me In the last fucking two years? And they're like, what? And I'm like I gave you more money than I gave myself right. in the last two years. Right. They're like, bullshit. It. I'm like, get the accountant on the phone right, right. now. Like, like bullshit. Like, right. You and know-
6: I, I think not to cut you off, but I think it's like, you know, our, our culture is trained to be that way. Like, our culture is trained to be addicted to the material things, and the material things make us, you know, the boss. But really, the majority of us, be
3: broke, yeah. you know, chasing that, trying to. Trying. Well, that's because they want to be the boss today, so they go buy shit that makes them feel. You'll go, right. boss. <laughs> You'll go Boss. You'll go Boss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. They got some mean cologne, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Like, and 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 there's there's analogies of like uh, of what uh, wealthy people do, and and yeah. what un, you know more depressed people do, right. uh, and the analogy is is that. The people that don't have, you know, um, they weren't built with wealth, or they they don't they haven't been educated enough, or haven't woken right. up yet, um, is the people that are hungry. They go and take everything and eat it right when they get the money, and mm-hmm. they get it and they eat it right away. Yeah, okay. Whereas the wealthy guy will starve himself out until he has enough yeah. to make you beg for more of his food. Exactly. Well, I mean, like you know,
6: Bill Gates, I mean, he gave his first 20 employees before he took a dollar. He gave each of them a million dollars before he took one dollar. And where were we at? <laughs> and and look, look where he is today, you know. So,
3: what kind of what's your what's your um what music, what, what's your what's your new single that you're working on right now? Uh,
6: so we, um, our new single we're about to put out is called Mount Olympus, um, and you know, it's really a test to what we're speaking about. You know, it's, um, all I ever wanted was a house on the hill, a couple million, a pill, while the champagne spilled, but really. You know, when you get there and you get to, and, you know, you reach that type of money, is that really what you wanted? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that is that what defines you? Is that what makes sense yeah. uh, to do? And so, you know, just touching bases on that. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be dope. Uh, You're
3: like now I got into my pumps and I don't even want it. Man, you know it's like well it's <laughs> like
6: then you start thinking like we were talking about earlier is like you know uh, when I was talking with Spraga. I mean there is no 401k f- for an artist. You know there is no there is no retirement plan. So when you in the beginning when all you ever wanted was the house, do, do you own that house? You know what I'm saying? Do you own the soil underneath the house? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those types of things is in hindsight we don't think about it in the beginning. We just think about the glitz and glamour, the lights, camera, action, and so. You know what? What I want to do is just you know show like we can be lights camera action, but let's let's own our, our our stuff and let's 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 get to a place where we can put down the guns and work together. Because if we work together, black and brown, um, you know we're we move the nation. I mean, we move the culture. Without us, there is no money for any of these brands. You know what I'm saying? So,
3: and and and, and, and I I like to believe that. You know, I I don't even believe in color, you know what I mean? Like I believe in souls, you know, and there's just some souls that I don't align with, you know, and I don't and and I can see them, you know, real, real clearly. And and sometimes I'm my judgments off, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, "Mm," you know, what I mean, like I'm not feeling this soul right now. And then there's times where I'm like, wow, wait a minute. This is this. This is this. dude is. Yeah, this dude is solid he just has his guard up or, or, or you know, him yeah. and I didn't align on that moment, you know, but I'm very conscious about, you know, I, you know, color to me, it, 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 you know, it used to be a thing in my life and I can't right. say that it hasn't been like because it's just part of, you know, where we're at and what's going on but like now as I become, you know, in my 40s and I'm like really been around for 40 fucking years of my life here right. on this planet, I'm 44 and I'm like, oh wait, that shit doesn't even matter. Like, I, I'm, your energy is 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 all i could feel and if i you know that's the real the feeling that you have because because the the eyes have to see it before the mouth can eat it but but you know when you see something and you know it's like yo and then there's a lot of people that judgmentally fucking just hey, immediately yeah and it's and it's unfortunate it's bad training but it's cannabis talk 101 we'll be right back after this break Bro.
2: we'll be right back with cannabis talk 101 Welcome back to Cannabis
4: Talk 101. What time is it?
7: Dime
2: time.
4: Dime time. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, dimeindustry.com or on IG,
3: dime.industries. Man, just a seasoned veteran, Freddie. Jeez, you feel like you've been just doing reads forever, I, huh? I do. I try murder
4: cases in front of juries and... I give speeches, and I do all those real high-level things. So when I come down here... <laughs> oh! shot hey, shots fired! It, shots it's a fired! Lot, it's Dang. a lot less like, pressure
3: down <laughs> here. You yeah, just shots shot. fired, huh? So well, I know
4: I know we got... Uh, uh, well, thank you for uh,
3: joining us again. Well, it's, it's nice girl. to be back. <laughs> Glad you said something. <laughs> I was hoping... What do what you got? What you got?
4: Well, I know Dohart is is uh, performing the Burning Trees Festival, so mm-hmm. that, that's real exciting. And what I know... You he helped uh, help us with some of the bookings, also. Yes. Yeah. And then I got some crazy news. So, so uh, early on, Spraga Benz uh, was supposed to be performing this show, except he had a big show in Canada that they yeah. double booked. Man, and um, I, I, heard I guess that him. that booking fell out, and now Spraga is. Yes. is oh, here. you're on now! Yeah. Oh, wow! Yeah. You're yes. back, huh? Well, we're, back, working back, back. Ah. we're working out the details. We're working out the details, but that, that's some groundbreaking because, I mean, the
5: first artist that I wanted on this lineup from it day was, one. Yeah, was yeah. yeah, and that was the whole thing because I, I was telling my bookings that regardless what, I want to do this that that Freddie's talking about. But yep. I was thinking it was the, the day before that we had to go to Canada. It was a makeup date. Ah. So I'm telling her, you know, man, no matter what, just make sure the flight times. It works so, out. Yeah, so she thought it was, she realized that it was the same day. The show? Afterwards, so, you know, but then because I told her, make sure she went ahead and, and canceled oh, with them. Oh, wow. Meanwhile, I was telling Freddie that, you know what, it's the same day, I'm clashing with these people that are over-dating so I'm not going to be able to do this, you know. So we both canceled. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> so, you know. So, so, we so no, I'm making Freddie know that, hey, you know what, um, works um, up. You know it's open, so if there's a possibility still. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Well, I, I'll tell you what, man. I, we, dude, <laughs> Freddie had you on the board, like. Yeah, the he first, did. He did. We were going. Me.
5: We were, We were talking to artists uh, and getting. The, you know. The Speaking first to Steve man, to come yeah. on, everybody's sharp. We're calling up everybody, and you know.
3: Oh, it was legit. So, yeah, I and, and legit. He <laughs> so much so I was like, man, I gotta dive into more of his stuff. And then, and it, it was like my camera, my phone was listening to me, you know. And I was like, get in the car, and then all of a sudden that that record with you <laughs> and Nas comes on. I'm just like. Oh, and He's I was just like, I'm in love. Yeah. Little. yeah. I, I was like, man. I, I just, I, I was like, okay, yeah, go go get him. Go get him, Fred. I'm like, sure. And, yeah. <laughs> and I played the Bogodaya. Yeah.
4: And I played Tiny Top. Yeah. the and, uh, Culture.
3: I think we were in a, the whip together. He started playing records. I'm like, okay, this dude's yeah, sure. really dope, man. And and you've got, you know, Sprague, you've got a, 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 a unique feel. Like, you know, like there's, there's. There's a lot of artists out there, but some, something about you, you know, your vocals cut into you. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you speak your lyrics, like that's you can connection. feel them. Yeah, I yeah. can feel them. And I like that. Like yeah. a lot of artists, you just listening to them and you're like, oh, that's a good song or that's a good, you know, a rhythm. And, yeah. and, and you know, I could respect that too, but yours, yours are like, they couldn't resonate deep with somebody, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that that's the kind of shit that 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 I like, you know, when, when, when you're sitting around and, and you're really trying to, you know, enjoy life or or hear some records. I mean, I, I'm all for the fast food stuff too. That's you know sells records and shit, whatever. But when you hear a song that sells records and cuts into your soul. That's the that's the shit right there, man. Freddie, so. you
6: gotta make that happen.
3: Get yeah. him on. Get him on the show.
4: Oh well, well yeah. He 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 said it's, he said uh he said he has to be on the show. Yeah. I said I, well you know <laughs> we we gotta re re out and figure it out. But he's like no we you know Freddie. We started this thing, so let's finish it correctly, and we'll sort it out. One so thing I'm that's like,
6: good. Absolutely. One thing that's that's crazy about this show is, like, this is going to be, like, one of the biggest shows, our first big show. And even though I was born in L.A., raised for a while, I really uh, grew up in Victorville and Apple Valley. And that concert is going to be right around the corner oh, yeah. from, from my backyard. So yeah. this is, like, a debut because we were going to put together a show out there um, so that we kind of debut from my hometown, yeah, and voila, it just worked oh, itself out.
3: I have no doubt that like. You know what I mean? There's going to be so many other artists that come to just oh, show yeah, just Like, to show just up. to show up, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is such a epic lineup. It is. Like, you know, and, and, and guys, we're talking about the Burning Trees Festival going down August 26th and 27th at the, the, uh, the Adelanto Stadium. The actual show is on the 27th. It's a B2B on the 26th for all the cannabis industry. Um, it's Rick Ross, Buster Rhymes, Ludacris, Too Short, Man. Exhibit, Havoc, Mob, Deep, Soldier Boy, Corrupt. Planet Asia, Supernatural, and, and then you got Spraga and Mike Mills right here. I mean, uh, you know, th- this is this is going to be an extra. to be,
6: for sure. This is
3: extra. Yeah. I, if every West Coast artist don't come out, you know what Soon I mean, I'm going to be very surprised unless they're on the road. Like, you're talking, I mean, you're all your usual suspects are coming out, if, you know, because this is too big. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know and I mean? we
4: have a second stage, and my mm-hmm. the second stage is getting surprised acts where they're calling me, You'd be like, well, all right. Well, well, you know I gotta perform, so I'm like, I got no room, like I got room. So the alcoholics are gonna uh, come oh, of course out they're and perform on the second out. stage. Yes. Well,
3: I, you know, the I, I, I don't know, and and so so now tonight you're saying that you're leaking stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, shout out to Connects and Game Day, you know, um, and and Advanced Nutrients, Cannabis Talk 101, I Spire Dime, yeah, Green Holdings. I mean, uh, you know the um, your grow, White Angel Farms. Come on, keep going. You got more. Blacklist. Who else you got?
4: Oh, oh, oh! We got Weed Maps coming out. We have Raw Papers. Yeah. We have some incredible uh, Rocket Seeds, Cali Effects. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Some yeah. some incredible incredible brands. Um, very unique brands. We have multiple activations going on. Game days having an activation. Ooh. We have a pregame with Raider Nation. Yeah. It's about sixteen, seventeen raiders. We've got Too Short and Corrupt, and now the Alcoholics performing a pregame show, Ooh. all with the Raiders guys um
3: and and you know that the, that exhibit you know and and the the alcoholics you know i mean they've kind of all kind of went their own way for a lot of years right well just the other day i seen exhibit and the alcoholics perform together for the first time here in garden grove i wasn't man. there but i seen it online and it, I, I mean it was dope you know what i mean because you know i don't think they've done a show together in you know i don't know how many years right. and um you know i think they kind of they, they had something happen or whatever but you know at the end of the day i was saw them all on stage together and i was like man that's dope yeah. like you know because sometimes i tell people you have to close your doors you know mm-hmm. what i mean by that is if you got you know if you got unfinished business with somebody uh it's better just to close the door man like whatever it is whether you have to be humble and, and be the one to close that door and that the reason you close that door in my opinion is so that you can you can rest, you know what I mean? You right. don't have to think yeah. about, you
5: yeah. know, this and that. Move, on, move, on, move, move, move peace forward, move forward in peace of mind, yeah. knowing that whatever it was, you had to pay it off if the person is mad, but they, they understand you just get it out of your system and can move. Close that you know? door. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, and, and I, I, I was literally having a conversation with a yeah. friend of mine last night, he's like, oh, I've got, yeah. you know, this guy's tripping and this and that. I'm like, how long have you been tripping on this, yeah. dude? <laughs> it's been 10 <laughs> years, bro, <and> you still <laughs> got, you know, right. you're yeah. talking, you still got, I said, that shit's over. Yeah. I said, yeah. the only reason it's over is because you haven't closed the door and he's like what do you mean And i'm like bro call this motherfucker he's your, he was your mentor before that yeah you know what i mean and now you got to take the time to close that door and then if they tell you it's still on well then you know you got an open door still yeah. but most of the time you know you're both just waiting to see each other and then have an open door and then of course there's going to be an open door because you never shut your doors and you never cleaned your house yeah so it, it's important to clean your house man and I'll tell you, you know, this, especially in the hip-hop industry, you sure. know what I mean, in, yeah. in music, entertainment. It's just, you know, there's so many of us that feel certain ways about, oh, I did this record and I didn't get paid. Man. I, I did this and I didn't get no royalties. Or this guy took all of this. and, and Or I didn't know enough yeah. to know about this. And and so that, that part makes a lot of people, you know... Uh, have open doors that, that that they need to close exactly and that's that's just uh i think a very important message to give people but
4: so right now do you do you have any open doors you need yeah, to close we, we can, can do it live some, some you know um
3: experience. yeah fuck my- up <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no you know I, i've actually closed all my doors man i i've had that you know and and that's why like i move so i'm not i don't have anybody that that has an open door with me, you know that that I know about. I mean, there's some people out there that are probably, you know, pissed at me for something. But but for the most part, I've always tried to reach out and make it right. right. And 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 whether or not they've accepted that, you know, that's on them. But um, you know, because there's not, I haven't been perfect, you know. But but most of my doors. Are closed and and, and and I feel really good about it. You know, there was a time where I had a bunch of open doors and people were, you know, the, the feelings of going to an event, you know, not sure if it's gonna be good, not knowing if I can move here or there, or if I, I know I'm moving there, but I might pop into this person or something like that. And it was just
5: like, I can not know. That's it, yeah. That's Preach. it. You know what I'm saying? Close that shit.
4: You, well, know? Sprunger, you got any doors you wanna close today? Close huh? Go ahead, you gotta Sprunger, close out. Yeah. You got any My doors you wanna close out today? Yeah.
5: All my do is my good. My good with everybody we try to make Man. sure that me and you have the same level of respect for each other. If we don't have the same level of respect, then you know, we try to go my own way. If you follow me my way, then you know anything like that will happen from there. And that, that
4: leads to the to the
5: to the movie Second Chance.
4: Man.
5: What's what's that about? The movie Second Chance is about. It's different because a lot of people that expect, you know, a certain thing coming from Shatter, but second chance is about a, a, a someone who wants to move forward in corporate America, but because he's a someone, he must face a lot of obstacles, you know, and then get involved, as you know, expected with some, some people from the streets, some people from back in the days, some school friends and get going about it in a different way other than just robbing and stealing and shooting, but a more like a more intellectual way because he is, you know, one who wants to get into the corporate world. So, him, approach to the whole crime scene was different. And then seeing what it was and seeing that it was the wrong road and a lot of betrayals and a lot of things and making a deal like you can make deal with God. But you know, things might happen because you're manifesting certain way and recognizing that, grasping that second chance at life and trying to make other people around as well get second chances in, in ways that can benefit them or take them out of places that they were going astray. So that is what the movie is because, in a way, we kind of have, to, as we was talking about earlier, on, we have a balanced life, and because the, the effect of, of shatters shutters and, and everybody weighing and weighing and, and you know weighing was an example you never want said for people because it's real life, you know. It's movie to some, but it's real life to someone them yeah. watch it and go them go say yo, this is how it was done. My experience. So, yeah, so I for sure them said so there is another way to life as well because that way might not work. So we are going to otherwise, you know. So prepare yourself for both ways. And if you do get a second chance at life, hold on to it and make it positive. Well, we, we have the
4: trailer. I would love to, uh, le- let's watch this trailer. Let's see what it's about. We have the trailer, let's play it. Let's
3: play the trailer. Let's see she what it looks at? like.
5: Let's go. Sprague. Mom, I'm not going to be gone totally. I'll be still coming around to help. But I just have to pursue my dream. I never going to be so hard to a job after getting a master's degree.
6: I'm sorry, we can't hire you.
1: We'll keep you on file. If anything comes up, we'll let you know.
5: You got no work in store for all of my life. You can always come work for me. We can use your skill sets. I am the one that went to college. They dropped out of high school and drive expensive cars with big wads of money. I appreciate it. This for you, this is your car. You know what, it look like I should've been doing so all day are doing So let me break this down to you so you can understand how this business works. And end up
7: where they in jail? You're smarter than that.
6: So we work with an ex-Walsh Street trader. This operation brings in a lot of money. 70,000 in profit.
0: That's where you come
6: Alpha, he, he's not the same guy
0: anymore. She better know her place.
6: I made her. Yeah, baby. I'm, I take care of her.
5: So you need to be careful around him. This is my house. If I tell you to leave, you leave. Need country control the temper. Try a try this man. See think I can't try this man. Yes, I make you know before nobody gets hurt. There's a lot about me that you don't know.
4: Victor, all the money in the counts are
5: gone.
7: You're going to need that money to get out of jail. Stay for, it, Who took the money? Who took
5: it?
4: You set me up?
1: We raised you up in church. We paid for you to have a good education. So don't you dare look down on us.
5: We'll
1: on to yes, David, I know. Him. And God has a plan for you.
4: I forgive you, David. This is your second chance.
3: Nice. Yes, yeah. Uh, the quality. Yeah. Give thanks.
5: Give thanks. Yes. You know,
3: I, dude, that was that was, that was was a good vibe. Like, I, yeah. that's going to be a great movie, huh? It, that's yeah, already yeah, been shot as you know, part what, two.
5: That they, they, they accept it as, you know, as Eddie did shot us. It's not a part to because we want, as I say, we want to keep the balance. But you right, know, they are t- do you die in the movie? No. No <laughs> It looked like he was creeping on you man, Like they were right. going to get That's you he, done giant giant shadows, coming, though. Yeah. he was
6: in some sticky situations Oh bro. man
3: And I like when you come flying And jumping over the couch or whatever man. Just the way you did it Just looked like you know You practiced that He <laughs> came flying over Whatever it, it was you're natural. jumping It on. came natural Yeah that was great man So when's your new movie coming out <laughs> Well <you know. laughs> He said I've been working on that one Now listen Well this is what time it is man We're about to do the high five With you guys where we ask you five questions About your cannabis pass Uh um, uh, question number one of the high five. How
5: old were you the first time you smoked and where did you get it from? Sparga? Actually the first time I smoked was about twenty one. No way. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Actually, you know, go and, and and have my first child already and then say okay. Because all my friends around me used to smoke. Though, though I never have no shot of influencing. Sure. You know? But 20, not until about yeah.
3: Twenty one, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's that's a late bloomer. That's yeah. a late bloomer. I mean for most most people that you know it's like our first or you know, thing you try is uh, I'm gonna smoke some weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. my,
6: uh, so my first time was with uh my boy uh Jeff. Uh, they know him as Mister International in the dog world. Um I think it was like 12 or 13. We was sneaking out the house. Nice. And yeah, boy. Whew.
3: 12, 13. That's about. Yeah. That's about yeah. 12, 12 to 15. I think 12 young. to 16 is probably like the yeah. the average maybe for for cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right, Mr. Sprague-Benz, what is your favorite way to use cannabis?
5: To smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to roll a nice leaf and, you know, just burn it and really. Do you add tobacco? Yeah. Sometimes, but I don't really want to do that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's tobacco so Most of the time, yeah, just, just natural, yeah. yeah. It depends Better. on how
6: much weed you have left
4: probably <laughs> yeah. that
5: is a definite mike
6: yeah i like to uh, roll it in a paper um but recently my my neighbor has got me into a little bit of graba but i've been feeling like some phlegm oh yeah from, from too much graba but i mean i'd be spl- spliffing it up
3: though for sure yeah. you know it, it's that the, the the there there's definitely more from just when you do paper you just mm-hmm. do it like a like a, just an old zigzag or raw right. papers yeah, raw or something paper. like that. Yeah. You know, there, there's a nice you know high. It's, it's good. I, I I'm a fan of just a pinner, like yeah, a little yeah, a thin little one. Bit. You know, especially the older I get, I'm just I just want a thin Me one too. just to keep myself. Yeah. You know, and then because if I have a big old joint, I'm you know I don't know where I'm gonna end up. Rumi you know, and <laughs> I got kids.
6: Like I was telling you, like um like up to hear him say 21. Like my daughter, she, I was just got back from Colombia. And I was still in party mode, and I rolled up, and I didn't realize that my daughter, she's never seen me smoke. I've I've made a a, a practice of, you know, yeah. keeping that as an adult thing, yeah. and I just, she just saw me, and I just got caught. And, you know, uh, we so, got him, we, we got, got him. him. <laughs> uh, pull it, it was, for it. It. It was, <laughs> it was like getting interrogated <laughs> by my mother. Yes. Uh, says, Father, yes. what are you doing? Is that marijuana? You're I'm like, uh-oh. This? No, this is for entertainment purposes. Yeah. <laughs> you know that I'm an entertainer. <laughs> it's part of the
3: show. Yeah. Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Sprague.
5: Craziest place. Um, I, I don't even know what for, for classify a crazy place. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. world crazy. Everything's crazy in yeah, this world. Yeah, crazy <laughs> right now, <laughs> B. But um, I guess probably somewhere up in Northern Cal. One of them, yeah, one of them one time on the road with Stephen, one of them forest parties, you know, nice forest party, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people in the costumes and mushrooms. Yeah, I'm about to say, you probably have something else
3: out there too. (laughs) No, no,
5: no, we brought our own, yeah, let them do that, shit, we'll do this. We'll watch you guys, that's probably one of the the, the (laughs) wildest places, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. right?
6: All right, well, for me, it's like, um, probably, um, with Uncle Snoop yeah um when i started when i first started uh rapping with my cousin free like he took me and my boy jeff to um his house like i think like in diamond 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 no claremont yeah the yeah, old the old yeah, petaluma yeah yeah, yeah dog the, house. the s and the d came yeah, together yes, exactly yeah it was, yeah it was a koi fish bomb. yeah 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 and uh he handed me some something called the gangster gumbo It was like long beach orange and white widow together uh and i was gone i'm talking about like
3: yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. be careful with rappers, man. Oh, you, man. you know, you yeah. think you can hang and shit, you know, you come out and pull out a you know, you're like, Oh, I'm in the cannabis industry and then you hit that and you're like, whammy, <laughs> like gotcha, you know. Cause they're everybody's in the, you know, it's like they're they're searching for the best weed. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right, and right. people are searching to give them the best weed. Yeah. But, you but know, this was you back
6: know? like you know, back in those days. Especially like, it was just chronic. Like right <laughs> then it was just like that shit was
5: whoo yeah. The best weed never get for real, real like after I've been smoking for a long while, because when I started smoking, all of my friends happened also. It's like, split waiting on me, you know. So right. I got a split from this, this named Kiki, Kiki, in a Jamaica, you know. Kiki, where all of the artists, we used to go to his shop to, to, to get weed. So his, he, his, his weed was always of a, a consistent quality. Yeah. So it became a thing in a Jamaica. Anywhere there was good weed, it named Kiki weed. Mm. Yeah, right. Kiki, know, yeah. do you so love, me. You yeah. love yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so... I'm saying once I, I went down like I just came back off a tour and one, one of them like come out that bag said Kiki bring this and build it up and immediately like I had to just like jump up on the closest wall and just yeah. sit down <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. You know? yeah, right. yeah, I don't know if being away for a while yeah. and then coming back and getting right. like one of the bag where uh, Kiki said this one is a Spraga, keep it word. till him come. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, that's the And kiki. you know it was natural, it was nothing like, like what they're doing now like You know, it was just heard from Westmoreland. We need to start a brand. We yeah, didn't start so. a brand
3: called Kiki. Man, well, uh, you know? Kiki, that's yeah a man. good one. <laughs> yeah. That might go. But the,
6: you know what I will say though, is that like I was telling Sprago um, off, off camera, is like the best weed that I smoked was actually in Jamaica. I smoked some stuff called Lamb's Breath and that oh, shit was yeah. like. Yeah, the bu- By far the yeah. best weed and I could just yeah, smoke some it all day. there in
5: Orange a place called Orange yeah. Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in West Cause so, like the some, stuff some right, right now, I can't smoke that shit yeah. all
6: day. I, I, I'm st- I'll I'm i be stuck. I won't get nothing done all day. I'm looking ah, out the window. That's the difference. <laughs> that's one of the differences,
5: because even with the, the highest grade of weed in Jamaica, you get a real high, but you still have a motivation to do things. Exactly. Some of these things up here are so enhanced that you, you smoke just a giant and you, you, You're you done for the day. You don't want nothing else for the day. Yeah, so. it, it leads from medicinal
4: and yeah. it moves into a Narcotic. level of narcotics. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I, I'm in that camp. I, I like to feel comfortable in my environment. And focus and be able to talk to a child or to a parent, yes. and not have to feel uh, unusual. Yeah, and, and that's why I agree. I mean, one of the reasons yeah. why I pull pulled back from consuming cannabis is for that very reason. Yes. It, it, you just don't know what you're getting. And we know that scientists
5: will create a specific strain for me. Yeah. Next question. Where, where are the things for me want? Yeah?
4: All right, and the last and final question. I know you're roster. No, no, far. no, no.
3: It's question number four. <laughs> what is your go to munchie after you get high?
6: Go to munchie,
5: um, okay. what? Anything sweet close by. <laughs> Anything. What yeah, though? Like come like, on. Huh?
3: What do you like sweet?
5: Like um a piece of chocolate. Or chocolate?
3: Something? Yeah. Sweet and sour like the, the like the sour candies too? Like the airheads
5: or the yeah no more chocolate chocolate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. chocolate type things twigs twigs yeah, thing. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. twigs
3: yeah. are good yeah, yeah. Bye. So yeah, a
6: me, quick shot, but not too, quick, yeah, not I'm too much. I'm with the shot too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. me, yeah, I like the gummies. But I, what I do is I freeze um, all my candy, like all the gummies, the sour patch, airhead. I freeze them, and then that's how I consume it.
3: You freeze the sour, the gummies? All the gummies, yeah. I freeze them. And well, do they still chew? Uh, no, no, no. You, you, know, you just, you know, just kind of suck on like now later. Now and later,
6: oh, later but yeah. then you can retain the flavor. Like but when I'm high, you know. Yeah.
3: Oh, that it just it's keeps you going. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. one. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
5: Adam. Adam? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang. <Ooh. laughs> uh, Adam McGee. <laughs> <laughs> right? You
0: had trade to Adam. Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> he
4: wanted to pull him aside. Man, he I, has, want, I want to smoke with him, too. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. got yeah. some like, questions.
6: What That's
5: the big, big man time. tell you.
3: <laughs> yeah. What the big man tell you. What the big man tell you, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Man that's a that's a that's a real good one mike so for me
6: um you know honestly spraga is is one of the guys i want to but i want to smoke with him in jamaica (laughs) and and uh bob you know Bob Marley. Yeah. Somebody I always want to smoke with. Yeah, homage, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think
3: uh, you know you guys have a lot of alignment. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was planned that you guys were going to be on today. We clearly. just talked about that. But yeah. uh, but there's but you know when you guys were you guys are sitting here and, and I listen to just both of your guys is you know what what your your uh, core values are the value of who you are the value of who you are the things that you. That consistently come out of yeah. your mouth and the values are very aligned, Yeah. you know, so I mean, I don't know if, you know, there's something there, but, you know, I want my royalties on that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> make sure I get my cut, you know what I mean? I'm not greedy. We can record it here. Pitt yes, produces, Pitt yeah. hey, he'll we'll make the beat, we'll load yeah. this thing up, and we'll just <laughs> da, 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 da. he's probably got a couple beats we can just yeah. flip through right now and make the record right yeah. here. I mean, you know, and I, I'm telling you, I'm a good promoter too. Okay, I, promote I, that. Yeah. I promote it, you know what yeah, I mean? So, uh-huh. <laughs> anything else guys that we forgot before we let you guys get on out of here that you want to say spraga
5: well I just want to say give thanks to the moment you know yeah because as you see it wasn't planned but it happened and it's it's a good flowing moment so give thanks to the moment for sure sure. thank you man and mike
6: yeah just you know um always you know be you know looking for what you're looking for in the world finding yourself first you know what I'm saying and you know from a branding aspect you know make sure you go pick up that album when we do drop it and we also me and Sugarfree we have a uh, dog raffle we're going to be giving away a $10,000 dog so you can get you know check out the website noheart no-heart.com and uh, see Mr. International uh, present the dog yeah. Raffles coming up. It's just going to uh, launch today. So. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah man, let us
5: know.
3: We'll, we'll repost that, man. Yeah, you can check it out. That's so what's know. up. I appreciate it, man. Can I get that dog? Let's talk on Can I be the winner? No. <laughs> well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this if no one else loves you, we, we do. We do.
2: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.